Today, we got two crazy Karen stories. The first story is of a Karen who tries to steal stuff and then tries to call the police when someone tries to stop her from stealing stuff, thinking that the police would stop them. And the second story is of a Karen who tells a subscriber that she can't play soccer in the public park where there's a public soccer field. So the Karen literally starts to get in a massive fight and it's absolutely crazy. I know you'll enjoy this, so leave a like to claim your free nothing and let's just jump right into it. So we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Charlie. So anyways, this all happened over the summer. So this is the first time Charlie ever got a summer job. He was around 18 and he was at a place where he kind of wanted to start making some money. So this summer he decided he was going to get a job. He applied for a couple places, but he only heard back from two of them. And then he only got a job from one of them. So he took the one place he got the job from. So basically he got the job as cash register cashier slash um, anything else type job. So that means he would work the cash register, but he would also just do other miscellaneous tasks as need be. So he worked at a CVS type location. It was more of a mom and pop CVS. So it wasn't the CVS chain, but it was a kind of drugstore type thing where you could get a lot of different whatever, right? There was a lot of different stuff. And it was a little bit more extensive than that. It covered a lot more different types of items and all that kind of stuff. So this story all starts in what feels like a normal Friday night. So this is like the first time that Charlie's had to work Friday nights and he's, you know, He's looking at his phone and he's seeing all like the fun that his friends are having. Oh, it's Friday. They're all having a great time. Blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So he's he's not like down in the sense he's like, oh, man, but I'm mean, OK. You know, he's a little down. He's a little bit like sad or whatever. So he's just kind of chilling. He's just trying to vibe. He's just trying to enjoy his Friday night. He's really just trying to be like, you know what, man, you're putting in the hours. You're grinding. You're going to get that check. We'll figure it out. Don't even worry about it. So anyways, uh, this all started out as a normal night, which all these stories all started out as a normal, like, uh, 8 a.m. math class. All started out as a normal babysitter, right? All starts out pretty normal. And uh, it's about to not be because this woman enters into the store. And I, it's not good to stereotype someone, obviously, but sometimes you just get a sense if, like, a Karen has entered the vicinity. Sometimes you just have a deep gut sense that you just know what's about to go down is not about to be fun. Yeah, so sure enough, um, the subscriber kind of realized he just has a sense. And in his head, he's like, oh, like, stop thinking that this, like, poor woman's going to be a Karen. What if she's super sweet? What if she's super nice? Okay, well, guess what, buddy? He was right. Um, and he now from this point on is like, I should really trust my gut instinct when it comes to stuff like this. So yeah, sure enough, the subscriber watches as the Karen walks in and uh, she immediately goes to the back of the store and you know, whatever she goes into the back of the store, she can do what she wants, but she walks up to the front and she is like, Hmm, or she's like, hmm, can you uh, direct me to where the, and then she says something, an item that is so unbelievably specific and odd that the subscriber knows immediately that they don't have it. Like, can you direct me to your vintage um, meteorites from the moon? It's like, first of all, what do you even mean by that? It was, okay, okay, that's not even like, you guys know what I mean. I, I don't know exactly what it was. By the way, this story was submitted to me on Instagram. So if you wanna submit your own stories, go to Instagram, look up Connor Pugs, follow me, and then message me. You can only message me if you follow me. 
this is a little quality filter I have to make sure I don't get any lame people in there. But anyways, uh, so think of something so unbelievably specific that you just know it wouldn't be there. It's like if you go into a, a hospital and you're like, can I have one Red Bull, please? It's like, bro, this isn't a, this isn't a convenience store, right? So the subscriber, Charlie, was like, hey, ma'am, we don't carry that. And the Karen was like, well, it sounds to me like you're too lazy to even go and check. I bet that you have something in the back, but you are just too lazy to go and check for it. And Charlie's kind of just looking at her like, are you serious? Like, really? You come in here. It's already Friday night. I don't want to be in here. First of, first of all, I don't even want to be here. But now you're coming in and blaming me for this? Like, really? But Charlie, he's not trying to have, you know, he's not trying to have any problems. So he's like, fine, whatever. Cool. This, this is fine. And he's like, I will go and check for you. I will go and look. And just think of something that is so obviously not in the drugstore. Charlie doesn't know where to look. He's like, I'll go in the back to look. So he goes in the back, literally just sits on his phone for a minute. Because, yeah, like, no, this isn't even something where it might be there, but it's just unlikely. It is, like, impossible. I just don't remember what it was exactly. But, yeah, so eventually Charlie comes out and he's like, okay. There was zero, like, there was none. There's nothing. It wasn't there. She's like, hmm. Well, I'm very disappointed in you. And she walks away. And Charlie's like, bro, <laughs> what do you mean you're disappointed in me? I'm sorry my drugstore doesn't carry a meteorite or a d novelty dartboard. Like, bro, what? Yeah, so Charlie goes back to the front like, okay, hopefully this woman is just like upset enough that, I don't know, that she's just leaves the store to go find whatever she's looking for. But Charlie notices that she's rummaging around, and he's like, okay, well, hopefully she finds what she wants, comes up, pays accordingly, and leaves as soon as possible. Yeah, so sure enough, Charlie's like, okay. And he watches as a Karen comes up to the front. I don't know what she's holding, but it's like not like something insignificant. So here's the thing. There's a lot of debate of like, if you're someone who works a store and you see someone like trying to steal like bread and milk or just like something very obviously like a necessity, do you stop them? That's a good question. Because if they're stealing bread and milk, they're probably in a situation where they desperately need it. You know, if I was working, I might look the other way. You guys can feel free to disagree or agree in the comment section down below. However, I think myself and a lot of other people have a very different opinion if someone is coming in and stealing something that's obviously not a necessity. Like recently on Twitter, I saw a video of someone getting tackled for stealing like a case of beer and like a steak or something. And the comment section was like, oh, well, you know, who cares? Like whatever. And someone's like, someone actually made the distinction. If they're stealing bread and milk. I'm going to look the other way. But they're stealing a case of beer and expensive steak. Like that is not a necessity. So the Karen had in her hand... Uh, like, she had, like, a bag. She put into a bag or whatever, because um, there were free bags there. A bunch of random crap, if we're being real. It's not, like, super expensive. She wasn't stealing bars of gold or anything. Or, I shouldn't say steal, because she hasn't not paid for it yet. That is to come. But basically, a bunch of stuff that just simply isn't necessary. So it wasn't like, oh, she needs to go feed her family. It was, like, stuff that was so stupid and un unnecessary. And it was a ton of it. 
it was a huge bag of crap or whatever. I mean, I, I, that's, that's the best, I, that's the best word choice I can come up with. Um, it sounds crude, but it's true. So anyways, she goes up to the front desk and she's like, so I'm wondering if you guys will honor the, uh, nice person discount. And Charlie's like, what? Yeah. So, uh, Charlie is like, asks her to elaborate on what on earth she means by the nice person discount, quote unquote. Because last time Charlie checked, that's a bunch of nonsense. That's a bunch of rubbish. What are you even saying right now? You know what I mean? So she's like, well, I've been so nice when you fail to find me that item that I was hoping I could just walk away with all this stuff for free. Which, by the way, I've, I said this before, and Charlie even said, like, if it was obvious that she needed to, like, eat, okay, different story. First of all, every single item in her bag was not essential. Every single one was not essential. And second of all, not only was everything not essential, but also it was like none of it was like food. None of it was essential. And there was so much of it. There was so much like little stupid things in there, like a little thing of yarn, a little toy figure, a, a bunch of, like, random stuff, bro. A, like, little crystal. Like, it was a bunch of, like, the stuff that, like, you'd buy once because you thought it looked kind of cool, and then you realize how stupid it was. It was a bunch of that. So Charlie's like, uh, ma'am, like, I'm not authorized to give out any discounts unless it's a affiliate with, or it's, like, part of a program that we're doing and I've been cleared on. Sorry. Like, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. And she's like, well, well, then I will be leaving. And when she says that, Charlie kind of initially assumes when she says, I will be leaving, she means I will be leaving and not taking the stuff because I didn't just pay for it. But Charlie watches as she starts to walk out with the bag of stuff. And, she, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, man, are you just going to like, can't just walk out with all the stuff, right? And she's like, no, I think I can. So Charlie walks over to the door to kind of block it because, you know, Charlie's like, wait a minute, all this stuff is, is going to go unaccounted for. It's, you know, when my manager does the books at the end of the month or end of the week, he's going to see all this stuff that isn't in the cash register, but missing from the inventory. And then I'm going to get blamed for it. And, and also like, this is not some massive chain. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to have a debate in the comment section about the ethics of, you know, stealing from like a big corporation. I'm not necessarily, I'm not pro that, right? I'm not pro that, but we're not going into it. But I think we can all kind of agree that even if you have less, you don't really care if it's a big company, if you steal from it. If it's someone trying to make it buy and their margins aren't great and it's like a small little shop stealing from them, I hope you can at least agree that that is to some degree worse, right? We're on the same page there. So Charlie is like a mix of, I don't want to hear about it from my manager and also, come on, ma'am, like that's kind of ridiculous. Because another thing is too, the Karen wasn't like, because some of you guys might be thinking, oh, well, she needs to like get the toys for her son. She can't buy it. No, the Karen was low key dripped out. Like she wasn't wearing a gold brick around, you know, her waist and a Supreme box t-shirt, but she was just wearing stuff where you knew Karen was doing all right. So she didn't even need to steal any of this. It was literally just because she was angry that, you know, I don't know, like that he couldn't find some obscure random item in the back. Like that's the only reason. Yeah, so at this point, the subscriber is kind of just like, no, man, like you, you can't just like straight up come in here and take this stuff. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I'm sorry, you just can't do that. And she's like, get out of my way. I can do 
whatever I want. And he's like, no, you can't. She's like, fine, then I'm going to call the authorities and get you arrested in this fraudulent shop shut down. And at this point, uh, Charlie was like, oh, sweet, okay. I have no issue against that because, dude, that's only going to, like, that's only going to help me out. I was thinking of doing that myself. So, okay, go ahead. So, sure enough, the Karen calls the cops. A couple minutes later, I guess there's just some cops nearby. Two cops enter into the shop. If you made it this far into the video, comment Karen down below in the comment section. That'll be the secret word of the day. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure you have left a like, subscribed, and turned on notifications. If you're listening to this on Spotify, if you haven't already, make sure that you've gone to my podcast, rated it five stars, follow the podcast with notifications on. And also on Spotify, there's a Q&A question. Uh, please answer that. It's only a poll, so it should be pretty easy. I'm curious what your, what your answers are. Anyways, let's get right back to it. So yeah, the police come in and you know the, the situation is explained pretty quickly. And to Charlie's absolute surprise and it's good news, right? This is good surprise. To Charlie's absolute surprise, the Karen explains everything as it happened because Charlie was kind of expecting that unfortunately it was going to divulge into a he said, she said, where the Karen would say a kind of a fantasy version of what happened and Charlie would try and relay it as accurately as possible. It would come to a point where it's, are they going to believe Charlie, the 18 year old or the Karen, a like a 50 year old woman, you know, if it's a who they believe type situation, then it's not looking good for Charlie. So then Charlie would have to request from his manager to get CCTV footage and just all this kind of stuff. Just not good, right? But the Karen explains everything as it went down, which Charlie is honestly standing there in complete shock and awe of just, wait, she's actually saying it like it went down? Like, wait, 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 wait. You mean the Karen's actually saying that she tried to steal from the store, that she tried to rob the store. She's admitting this. And the Karen had the smug look on her face, like that she was so convinced that every, that these police officers were gonna be like, oh my God, ma'am, oh, we're so sorry you had to go through that. This devil child will be arrested immediately. In fact, we're gonna take him out in the back and just beat his head open. Oh ma'am, I'm so sorry you had to deal with anything. We're also just gonna torch down this door. It's like, what? Yeah, so Karens can sometimes live in a different world, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So anyways, the police officers are like, ma'am, is this an a are you telling us an accurate representation of what happened? And she's like, yes. And at this point, the Karen's probably thinking, I'm winning. They asked me specifically if I was telling the truth, which means they don't even believe this other scoundrel. Like, I'm going to win. And oh, like all that kind of stuff. But then the police are like, ma'am, so you attempted to leave the store with this bag of items uh, without paying for it. She said, yes, but this, this kid was being a real jerk to me for not getting me my item. And the police officer even said, ma'am, I don't think blank is carried at a store like this or any store like this. I don't think it's his fault. And she's like, well, I was put through mental strain and pressure through the whole event, which means I should, I should receive some kind of compensation for that, correct? And they're like, well, no. And she's like, what? That is ridiculous. Good day, officers. And she tries to walk off again with the thing of stuff. They're like, ma'am, ma'am, come back here. Like, you have to put the stuff back. And she says, no. And she starts to, like, waddle out or waddle run. Because I would have said she sprinted out of there. But that would have been an inaccurate 
representation of the situation. Because this Karen don't run, bro. She waddle, she waddle runs. She don't sprint, she waddle runs. That's how this stuff goes down. So the police have to go after her. Uh, I, th- I think they very quickly arrest her. I don't think there's any crazy charges that were pressed or anything. But yeah, those items were returned. She was told not to return to the store. She was cursing them out the whole time. I don't, the subscriber actually doesn't know exactly what charge that she got, but she got something. Probably something very, very insignificant. But still, it's pretty crazy to think that the Karen believed that the best case of action, would, or the best idea, was to call the police on herself for stealing. Like, that's a, ten, that's a negative 10,000 IQ move right there. Like, that's ridiculous, bro. Anyways, we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the next Karen story, Emily. So Emily was in eighth grade. And Emily was on her high school, or not high school, but middle school, soon to be on her local high school soccer team. Emily was very good at soccer. She was a big soccer player. That's really what she did. And she did a lot of her practicing at the park that was right by her house. So there was a public park right by Emily's house. Anyone can use it. Okay, it's a public park. I don't need to explain to you guys what a public park is. But there was a soccer field on there that anyone could use. It wasn't private. It wasn't, you need to rent the time. It wasn't, you can only play soccer on it from these hours of the day. It was when, as long as the park is open, you are feel free to do anything on there. Uh, Just share the court if someone else wants it or share the field if someone else wants it. So you can't have a whole game if there was a bunch of people waiting to play the game, whatever, right? So on a normal Saturday morning, once again, the story starting with on a normal X situation, right? On on what seemed like a normal Saturday morning, Emily decided to get up kind of early, 8 a.m., on that soccer grind because she was really preparing for the high school tryouts, which she was going to get on it, but, you know, you got to stay on top of the game. It's like, I think it was LeBron James who said, like, you know, the reason, I'm going to quote, misquote this so bad, but very good basketball player, maybe LeBron said, the you know, like, the reason why he does so well is because of, like, he shoots, like, 10,000 baskets a day, and, like, when other people aren't working, he's working. So the same mentality of just being good at your sport, being good at your craft. Gets up at 8 a.m., actually gets up at, like, 7 to, you know, take a shower, eat breakfast, and walks over to the park. So Emily's walking over to the park with her soccer ball, and no one is there. It's kind of a misty morning. It's a little bit, the sun's kind of coming up. There's that layer of, like, morning mist. Kind of a cool time to be up. I love mornings. It's hard for me to get up sometimes because I stay up a little bit too late because I have a lot of other things I need to do, which, for example, one of the things I was doing was some fun projects with Mr. Pegasus, man. If you guys missed the more Pegasus uploads, not only am I coming back to that, but I'm also starting a podcast with Pegasus. So double the content. I went from zero to 200% with that guy, which is really exciting. And I know you guys will enjoy it. Anyways, so Emily decided to just practice shooting, shooting, uh, you know, soccer balls into the net. I'm sounding so stupid right now. I'm sorry. But she was just shooting, uh, shooting not baskets. Oh my God. She was just kind of trying to like, she was practicing scoring. She was just doing a little soccer drill. She didn't show up with anyone else. Sometimes she shows up with some of her friends to practice passing, but today she just decided to show up just to do some like solo activities. So around 8.30, you know, she was a little bit tired. So she's taking a little break in between whatever she was doing. Yeah, so sure enough, right, the subscriber, uh, Emily is just kind of like, she's sitting on the bench for a second with some water 
And that's when she's startled and turned around when she hears an, excuse me. No, it was not Nikocado Avocado, but it could have been in female form. Okay, maybe not physical form, but in mental form. She turns around and there's this woman who has these like sunglasses on, a big hat, whatever. And the most important aspect to like tell you about her physical form is she had her hands on her hips in a very disappointed and angry manner. So at this point, uh, the subscriber, Emily, already knew that she was about to have a bad case of the Karens on her. She was about to have a situation at foot. So yeah, sure enough, right, the subscriber's kind of like, oh boy, okay, what's up? She's like, hello, ma'am, like, what is up? Like, how's it going? She's like, don't what's up me. You know what you're doing. And Emily just like genuinely had no idea what the problem was. Because, you know, normally no one really has a problem with little girl playing soccer at a public park at a public soccer field where people are supposed to be playing soccer. She didn't see coming, right? So she's like, sorry, ma'am, I actually don't. Remember, Emily's being polite through the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, it is fair that I'm receiving these stories like from the people's perspectives, but let's, let's assume they're telling the truth. So she's like, yes, ma'am, like, I, I don't know like, what I'm doing. She's like, and the Karen's like, you're not allowed to be playing soccer here. You are disturbing the peace. I came here for my morning walk and I hear soccer balls and all this noise. Like, you cannot be doing this. Emily's low-key like, uh, bro, I'm pretty sure I can't. Okay, she doesn't say it like that, but she's like, like, I've been playing here. Like, I really think that there's no issue with what I'm doing. Uh, you know, it says, like, anyone can play soccer on the soccer field as long as the park is open. The park is open. If you want, I can try and be a little bit quieter, um, but I really don't think I was being too loud. And the Karen's like, are you talking back to me? Is that what I hear right now? Disrespect? Yeah, so sure enough, um, <laughs> Emily's like, no, ma'am, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. And the Karen's like, I, you know what, we'll see about that. Like, like young lady, I'm going to give you a count of three to pick up your stuff and go home, or I will be calling the park authorities to escort you out of here. And Emily was like, oh, whoa, we just went from zero to a thousand real quick. Like, wow, like that was way too fast. Like, what? well, I, I was just like a second ago, you seem, okay, you never seem chill by any means, like by any metric, you were never chill. But a second ago, you seem like you were kind of indifferent to what's going on and now you're going crazy. Like, what did I miss? Like, I, I definitely missed some lore here. Like, relax, oh my God. Yeah, so Emily is completely thrown off guard by this almost very quick change in tone. And sure enough, the subscriber is kind of just like, okay, I'm just going to be waiting here. Like, uh, like I'm not, I'm not leaving. So she says, ma'am, like, I'm not, I'm not breaking any rules. You can ask anyone. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. Like the scene from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. So sure enough, right. The subscriber watched as the Karen got angrier, got angrier and got angrier and more mad and more mad and more mad. And the Karen's like, I will not accept this insolence. I will not accept this disrespect. And that's when this park ranger, this park officer, some kind of person who works at the park who has some kind of authority. I don't know if it's necessarily a park ranger. I feel like those really only exist at like national parks, but whatever the equivalent of a park ranger in like a local park would be was walking by. Maybe just checking on the grounds, maybe just doing a morning sweep because basically no one was here yet. It was pretty early, whatever, right? 
And the Karen's like, sir, sir, come here, please help. So obviously the guy runs over because an old woman is screaming, help me, help me, right? You're going to, you're going to, that's like your duty to go over there and figure it out. Ha ha, Connor Pug said duty. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, she's, the, the officer's like, ma'am, like, is, there, is everything okay? And the, uh, the Karen's like, escort this young lady out of here. And <laughs> Emily's like, whoa, 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 relax guys. Like I didn't do anything. And the officer's like, what is she doing? And the Karen's like, she's disturbing the peace. And Emily's like, well, I was just playing soccer. I wasn't even doing it so loud. And the Karen's like, and uh, you know, this young lady was talking back to me, like escort her out of here. And the, uh, <laughs> the Ranger's like, um, what do you mean talking back to you and disturbing the peace? And Emily literally said, I was just playing soccer here. I play here every week. I play for my local team. So I practice here and I was taking a break when this woman came up to me and said that I was, you know, being like, I couldn't, I was disturbing her by playing soccer. I said that I do more quietly. And she said that I needed to leave. And I said that I was allowed to play soccer here. So she said that I was talking back to her and that she was going to call the authorities to get me out of here. And then here we are now. So the officer turns to the Karen and is like, is this true, ma'am? And the Karen's like, yes, it is. Time to escort her now. And the, the ranger's like, nope, she's not doing anything wrong. Have a good day, guys. And the Karen's like, what? So the ranger walks away. And the Karen is just looking at Emily, who is a little bit of a smug smirk on her face. She's not going to lie. Like, she definitely, she wasn't gloating, but she was pretty happy that she won this altercation. This was kind of a nice win in her book. And the Karen's like, don't you gloat at me. Don't think this is the end of me, the end of this. I will be back, Emily. I will be back. And with that, the Karen storms off.